Welcome back to Hopped On Sports. This is episode 21. We've got a great show for you tonight. Steven, how you doing, man? Good, man. Long day at work, but things are going great. How yeah, about you? I bet. We came back to your new place. We're here, ready to record our first episode here at the place, the apartment. What do you, what do you think so far? You like it? Uh, yeah, it's been good so far. I like that. There's carpet, so hopefully it sounds a little bit better than your uh, hardwood. Um, I don't know. I We'll find out, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But overall, I, I like it out here so far. I'm living on the golf course, so... Being able to go golf after work every day has been pretty nice. Yeah, no, no lie there. I'm, I'm definitely jealous about that. That is a, a, a nice way to come home. Uh, you know what else is a nice way to come home is to uh, come home and have a beer. So what are you drinking yeah. tonight, man? Um, tonight I'm having the uh, golden one. It's a Belgium-style blonde ale, 7%, 12-ounce um, can. It's a pretty cool can. It's uh, done by Anthem Brewing Company. Yeah, and I know you, uh, yeah, they're out of Oklahoma City. You actually recommended this one for me. Um, it's uh, it's pretty good. I had one the other day, and tonight I'm actually just going to drink it out of the can. It's uh, it's it's surprisingly hoppy, but um, it, I mean, you would say that too, right? I mean, it's got a little bit of bitterness. Being a Belgian, maybe not hoppy, yeah, maybe just bitter. Hoppy's hoppy's not the word I use. Yeah, probably bitter is a better word to be used. Uh, overall, though, it is a great beer. Definitely one of my favorite ones from them. Um, but, yeah, Anthem, they've got some good stuff. We're, I've been talking about going down to Oklahoma City, you and I, and making a trip down there. We'd like to go see Twisted Spike, see Anthem, Stone yeah. Cloud. Twisted Spike definitely has some of my favorite beer, for sure. Yeah, and that's these are all good places that we, we need to go check out, for sure, when we, uh, when we go down there. But, uh, yeah, good beer. Um, tonight I'm drinking the, uh, um, Big Wave Golden Ale by Kona Brewing Company. This is one of my favorite, just kind of like easy going beers yeah. because it's so refreshing, man. I mean, and it's pretty cool now. You can actually just pick those up at the local convenience yeah, store. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> it was like two, think, it was like $2 and 30 cents or yeah, something. We mentioned the other day, there's a big, um, uh, privately owned, convenience store company here in Tulsa and they've started carrying some craft beer which is awesome yeah so, they've got a decent selection it's not too bad so. yeah um this actually came from there as well so yeah from, from Anthem I mean it, it's pretty neat to see local breweries going into the convenience stores so um that's definitely a plus not having to go to the liquor store to get beer I'll tell you what I really don't enjoy going to the liquor store I might I mean I there's not much about it I enjoy but that that's probably just me. I'm like a kid in the candy store. When yeah, I go to no, the I store. understand. That's that's um, I yeah. I'm walking down and looking at all the new beers and things like that. I want to try. Um, Park Hills is the exception for me. I, I like that place. Yeah. Oh, oh, it definitely de or it it definitely depends on the the liquor store. I, I would agree mm -hmm. with that. Um, but yeah, Park Hill is one of the best around this this part. Um, but yeah, man. Hey, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Can to can. <laughs> all right well we've got some uh interesting news um i know we you, we talked about this the other day you and i um in person well zion got paid oh yeah yeah i was listening to that on the way to work today too there was another take on it um 
largest rookie shoe deal in the history of the NBA. Seven years, seventy-five million is what it's looking like it'll cap out. Yeah, with, um, with Jordan, of course. Yeah, well, um, um, which is interesting because so many people were talking about how oh Zion's going to go with Adidas or Under Armour and, after blowing his shoe hey, out yeah, against I mean, North Carolina. But you know what? You, we talked about that too. He's two seventy. You know, six seven, moving as quick as he is, you're gonna have a problem with your shoe every once in a while. Um, that yeah, one was I mean, really weird. I've never it seen it. It was a freak accident. Like I mean, I, yeah. I, but um, Jordan, throughout the years, has proven to be the best quality basketball shoe. Um, that's my opinion. I know a lot of people agree with it. I know some people would disagree with it. Um, were but, you were you like a what what kind of top were you? Were you a low top, high top, mid like mid? Uh, where were you at? Um, I would say typically I prefer a, when I'm playing basketball, Yeah, playing. oh, definitely high top. Definitely. Yeah, definitely high top. Got to have the ankle support. It um, was just funny because I remember there's quite a few people who prefer like a lower tie. Wasn't it Kobe who came out with that? Yeah, like Kobe, a real was, low... Kobe was one of the first to have a basketball shoe that just looked like a regular tennis yeah. shoe, but yeah. had basketball grip on the bottom. Very, um, very interesting strategy because you would think you'd want as much ankle support as you possibly yeah, could get. It was but... shortly after that he injured his ankle, and I thought, oh, that's exactly why I don't wear those. Um, but, you know, he never struggled selling shoes. And, and when you think of practicality to wear them around town, uh, you don't necessarily want to lace up high-top basketball shoes just right. to wear around town. I know a lot of people do. Um, I bought a pair of the Westbrooks. I got the Why Not. Um, it was the uh, Black History Month I got. Mm. And then I also got the All-Stars. So, um, But I haven't worn them. I got them because I thought they were cool shoes. They... Uh, They've been sitting on my shelf, and uh, I don't know if I'm a shoe collector or what I am, but I haven't. I didn't buy them to wear them. I really didn't buy them to wear, mm-hmm. but maybe to play basketball in. Um, but well. the box, it, it's going to be a limited release. They'll probably be worth three, probably three, three fifty um, here in a couple years, and I think I paid one hundred and twenty-five. So now sometimes you just got to say hashtag why not. <laughs> uh, obviously, Jordan had to had to make this move um you got to get zion uh you said even yourself i mean it does it take a genius to see what kind of talent we're looking right. at here you got to sign a guy like that seven years uh seemed a little long i would think well, because from from zion's end i would say yeah, that's yes. what i mean from um, jordan's end okay, i so, think they so got that's a good deal I, I think i think you're right i think they got a great deal because i mean we're talking maybe two three years I mean, Zion could be a face. Right, and I'm not going to try to step too far out of my lane, but um, you're looking at a caliber of player potentially as good as LeBron, as good as Jordan. Um, I know that that's a big statement, but from Jordan's end, um, Jordan is looking at him, Nike's looking at him going, we need to do whatever we can to take a chance on him because we know what he's capable of and Mm -hmm. what he's shown us so far. Um, he's a fan favorite. Look, at, look that, at what happened in North Carolina um, when Duke played North Carolina. Yeah, had Obama um, there. I mean, everybody was yeah, there. Like it crazy was ticket. Thirty five hundred dollar tickets yeah. to go watch him play. He's obviously bringing some some serious what, hype. What What's so great is it sounds like he's just a great guy too. Ever everyone's had nothing but not good things to say about him. Um, he could definitely be a face, man. Here, uh, one of those things. I mean, you could see Nike or Jordan brands selling everything um, and marketing him big time because this guy is that kind of guy. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think that they'll easily make their money back, you know, within the first couple releases. Isn't, isn't that ridiculous to go, man, they gave him $75 million and that's a good deal. Right, well, think about it. I mean, if they make, let's just say their first run of shoes, they, they make a million, um, a million pairs. I don't know if that's a number that's achievable to, to make a million on the first uh, first run. I don't know that they would do that or not, but... If they do, you know that shoes are going to be selling for 150 a piece. But you just think, you think shoes, you think clothing. I mean, just everything that that they're gonna right. they're gonna make with him, it's gonna be ridiculous. I oh, mean, it'll be dumb. But uh, but I, I like him. I, if he releases a pair of shoes that I like, I'll get a pair. Um, it would just funny because when people buy shoes, it um, like I'm trying to think. Kevin Durant. I'm not buying any Kevin Durant shoes. Um, I've got just enough bad blood with him to where, one, I don't want my money to go to him, and two, I don't want to be seen in his gear. Um, I've got a pair of Damian Lillards. i got a pair of Westbrooks. I've had um, I've had a pair of LeBrons. I've had a bunch of uh, shoes for players that I respect, but I'm not going to buy somebody's shoe if I don't like them as a player. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a factor that comes into play when these companies are signing these guys to shoe deals is you're not a popular player. Um, you're a great player but you're not popular. So I'm not going to give you the money that I'm going to give to LeBron. Oh, for sure. That definitely has to be a big factor when you think about things like that. But, um, yeah, very, very cool. What a way to start your, uh, your career as a professional is get a nice $75 million contract. Right. Even if you stop playing, I I don't think there's a, uh, there might be something in his contract yeah who knows how those all work i mean you know i know it's crazy is it's uh we're a few years away still but uh alan iverson's about to get the second half of his adidas contract that he's a reebok so many years ago it's a reebok or no i I say that okay then it had to be adidas um contract He, he wanted half of it then and the other half when he turned like right 50 or whatever it was um but what's crazy is he's going through a uh, a divorce, I believe, or something like that. Or he's already divorced, yeah. and that half of it's already gone come uh-huh. time when uh, yeah. when he gets the money. So right. that kind of sucks, but I'm sure that'll be a nice day getting paid. Um, yeah, crazy crazy stuff. Uh, did you see uh, Paul George and Kawhi get announced was, the other it, day? It was Reebok, by the way. It was Reebok. Yeah. Okay. I, all of a sudden, I said Adidas, and then it sounded I didn't, right, I didn't think it was Adidas, but I didn't think it was Reebok either. So, anyways, it was Reebok. Hmm. Uh, and I had do a Do you have that number right there? In uh, front 50 of million. 50, yeah. So, you got, wow. The new agreement was in addition to the 10-year $50 million agreement. So, um, 800000 annually. And a $32 million trust fund that the player can access when he turns 55, 55. in 2030. Okay. So we're so more than a little, few years. A yeah. little ways off. But, um, well, I remember he had all that financial trouble a few years ago and everything. Yeah. I'm thinking, imagine how weird that would be to be like, man, I just got to make it to 55 and then I'm upset, you know? Yeah. Uh, He's actually going to retire. <laughs> and then he'll... <laughs> it's like, man, now I don't have to go on these shows and do all this stuff I don't want to do mm-hmm. anymore. Um, anyway, like I was saying, did, did you see the Kawhi Paul George deal getting uh, awkwardly introduced to being Clippers and everything? No, I did see though that Kawhi said that he felt like he was playing with the first real superstar of his career. Said he feels like for the first time he's playing with somebody of elite talent. 
Did he say that? Yeah, he did. He's quoted saying that. Oof. Yeah. That's awkward. Well, I mean, is it though? Because to be an elite talent, there's only a handful in the NBA for one. Um, not to strip he, Tim Duncan. He played with Tim Duncan though. I mean, that's no, the no. thing. Who? Paul George? No, 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 no. Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi. Oh, I'm sorry. So you yeah. said Kawhi. No, Kawhi said, said that. Yeah. No, if, if Paul George said that, I'd disagree because, well, you know, he played, yeah. well, he that's, played with okay, Westbrook. Sorry. I, I did think you said George. Um, no, Kawhi said that. So Kawhi said that. You're thinking he played with Ginobili. He now, played with Tony Parker and Duncan, Tim Duncan. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he got them at the end of their careers, but they were still playing at a pretty high level. Yeah. So that's kind of. I mean, they won a tournament. They won a, a championship. Yeah. yeah. Um, huh. No, I, I did not see that. But, but the um, term he used, I believe it was elite level talent. Um, he didn't even say he didn't say Hall of Famer. He right. can't say that because he played with at least two, maybe three Hall of Famers. It would be obviously, yeah, debatable to say where they were at in the career. I'd have to really look at that. But to sit, I don't know, to leave Duncan out—that's yeah. kind of crazy to me. But, but who do you, who would you rather have on your team, Tim Duncan or Paul George? I think it's an easy decision. You want Paul George? Yeah, Duncan. Yeah, I figured you would say that, but. <laughs> Um, with modern basketball, you can't you can't go that route anymore. Um, even though I think the five is still one of the most posi- important positions, um, neither of them are going to hit a game winning shot. Re- Paul George, Tim Duncan, neither one are ever going to hit a game winning shot. Paul George's playoff game winning shot percentage is like he was like one for eighteen, I believe. It just really depends on what kind of system you're running, because obviously you can make it work. I mean, they're right. they're making. They made it work with Duncan for so yeah. many years. I know it was towards the end of the the big guy era yeah. and all that, but I mean they still have Aldridge, and I know he can shoot and stuff like that. But yeah. they're making it work there. And no, I mean come crunch time, if you actually had to make the choice, if you were going to build a team around Tim Duncan or Paul George, it would be a tough choice because there are very very few people that have ever played the game like Tim Duncan. Oh, for there sure. are more people that have played and are able to play the game like Paul George. Um, but Tim Duncan is he was. In his prime, especially, not a guy you wanted to play against. Oh, no. One of the greatest ever. Yeah. And then date. Paul George, he's just so hard to defend. And then he will defend you. And that that's one of the players. I, I will say that's what I will miss about uh, George is that, you know, when he got hot, he was fun to watch. I mean, he, oh, he, yeah. he could jack it up from anywhere. And then all of a sudden he would, you know, he'd be on a hot streak um, on offense but then he's going down and he's defending the best player on defense and getting steals, led the NBA in steals, what, two year, at least two years, I believe. Um, just, I mean, he's an overall great player. And, I yeah. mean, it's very unfortunate to see him see him go, which actually brings me to my next point, which, um, you know, he he had a quote at, at the introductions and everything saying something along the lines like, uh, like a mutual part of about the trade between the Thunder and all that when he came. And, well, uh, it was either today or late last night, Sam Presti came out and was like, um, it was not mutual, <laughs> that I would not use the word mutual. There's no hard feeling. It wasn't like a, not I shouldn't say hard feeling. It, it, it went down smooth, but to say mutual, the Thunder didn't want to trade him. No, that makes I, from what I sense. understand, uh Paul George actually requested the trade. Yeah, no, he did. No, that was a, I mean, he came out and said, "Hey, I want to be traded." Once that happens, I mean, Thunder in a weird spot where it's like, well, if he's asking for a trade, I kind of have to do it right. in the sense of you, you don't want you don't want a guy who doesn't want to be there and yeah. 
I mean, I thought that's what contracts were for, but right. at the same time, it, it is a weird, weird spot. And so, uh, I just thought that it was interesting. Presty said that because I, it's kind of like why even respond to it, I guess. But I mean, he made it sound like, Hey, don't say it was mutual because we did not. It's probably more to protect himself because you don't want the Thunder fans being like, Oh, what you wanted him gone too? Like, what do you mean? Like, no guys, we had to trade him. You know that like, we couldn't have kept a guy here that he did not want to be here. So. Right. And, of course, any opportunity I have to dog on Sam Presti, I'm going to do it. So I did during that trade deal, but I still think it could fall on his shoulders and the fact that it's got it's a factor. Um, you can't overlook the fact that Sam Presti is a factor in the reason that Paul George left. I mean, if you're playing for somebody that you really enjoy playing for, you're playing with a team that's decent. I mean, probably not a championship-caliber team at the moment. Uh, just because you don't have the extra shooter, you need the extra shooter. They You've were definitely, a uh, yeah, they were definitely um, a bench guy and maybe even a starter away from. But everybody is ring hungry. It is. It's just the way that the league is now. It wasn't that way back in the day, from oh, what no. I understand. No. The guys went out there. They well, people were loyal back yeah, in the day, right? I mean, you, I mean, you had Jordan. Your, you had was, your random people that wanted, you know, to. Um, you know, get out of their situation, right. go chase a ring. I mean, that's kind of been a thing that veterans do towards the end of their career where they get almost washed up but got just enough to be that last piece a team needs, yeah. you know, even if it is just um, being a veteran and having that presence in the locker room. Yeah. Um, but see, but now everyone is like, man, I want to play with my friends. I want to, you know, go get a ring and, right. you know, all that. Kyrie and Kevin Durant are meeting up, trying to conspire to go, hey, let's go yeah. here. Or, no, I guess it's going to work if we go here. They just, the two of them want to play together, and they took advantage of the system, and they're making it happen, which I can't dog because it's it, the system isn't set up to not let it happen. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. I, I don't blame players, per se. I really blame the NBA for not having a, that your structure, like you said. I mean, you, you just can't allow it to happen. The Kevin yeah. Durant thing should have never happened with the Warriors. That should not have been able to happen. Right. A 73-win team with three super superstars already gets a fourth guy to come in. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So um, NBA is going to have some thinking that, uh, to do with all this. I, th- I really think what we're going to see, though, I, and I think we talked about it before, was that you're going to really see more of a uh, a big two and then build a team around it now. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, at least uh, at least this year and the coming years, it seems like maybe not five years from now because it's going to go in cycles. You're going to have two, and then all of a sudden you're going to have a third come. And I let's just say, think people are getting greedy with money. I mean, yeah, these contracts I mean, are ridiculous, and everyone's at, having to take less. That third guy has to take less to come right. join. So, but you like, look at uh, the Clippers, and you're like, okay, now they've got um, Kawhi and Paul George. Well, what about? Three years from now when they're like, oh, man, we went two years. We didn't win. Let's cut these five guys and let's bring in Zion or let's do something crazy like that. Um, If they do that, then the year after, somebody else is going to have to make a move to be able to keep up with them, which is going to mean that there's going to be some horrible teams in the NBA. And there's going to be some great teams in the NBA. And it's all going to relate to who's winning and who's not, who's generating the money to be able to make those moves. Who's getting the beneficial um, lottery pick, which I still hate the way that the NBA does their lottery. Um, I think I mean, it's awful. The I, one the one good part about it, I mean, it prevents taking, 
I mean, that's the nice thing because yeah, but, you can't mean, just lose and lose, lose to get the first pick now. I mean, because you're not guaranteed the spot. The worst team the last, what, three years or whatever haven't even got the number one pick. Right. So, but, I mean, have they even got the top ten pick? You know, I mean, they, they well, typically they're going to. You're in the lottery to, picks, right. yeah, but you're you're just not guaranteed but that like, one. But, like, look at the Knicks this year. That sucks. The Bulls, I mean, they just got screwed, you know. Um, I don't know. No, I think, I think Knicks got – a good player, but it is unfortunate to think, man, we're getting Zion, or we might get Kevin Durant, we might right. get Kyrie, and then you yeah. get none. So, but they got RJ Barrett. So, yeah. Uh, well, cool. I might have been thinking of the wrong team. There was a team that was lined up to be picking one, and then they end up picking seven. Is that right? Um, I think I think I'm. I'm not sure. sure. I, I, was I, right I, on I can't that. remember where uh, where they're at. Anyways, on that, let's but. move on from the NBA. We'll we'll talk, keep talking a little bit every week on that. Um, uh, it it has been actually interesting. Before we move on, Zion does seem to be doing well in the in the pre league, whatever they call it, the thing that nobody watches. Well, preseason, yeah. Um, well, he played or summer league, whatever. He, well, he played just, a little bit. Well, he just played that first game, yeah. And then he had to get a little, but he was playing decent. I mean, yeah. it, and you you know what you're gonna get from him. He doesn't need to be playing summer league, right? Exactly. You know, you don't need your new you know new face of the franchise. Blowing out a in a you know an Achilles or something like that would be really unfortunate. So, yeah, yeah. But um, like you said, we'll move on. Um, it's an exciting time right now for baseball fans everywhere because you got the trade trade deadline approaching, uh, it, which is a weird thing. We don't have to get in detail about it, but July thirty first is kind of the 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 date on everyone's calendars about trying to fix your team before, and it just kind of. You know, brought a few questions, um, concerns to my my mind. Obviously, we've talked about it before. Everyone knows that the the Yankees need a starting pitcher to kind of take them to that next level. So a couple of years ago, when the Astros went out and got Justin Verlander, I mean that's a big splash. And that I mean, it's not like the Yankees have bad pitching. You're just saying they bad, need a superstar they, pitcher. They, they just need that next starter to get them over the hump. Because are you not, saying they're one short? Yeah. They're one guy away. So they just have one weak link in the pitching position? Well, or yeah, I mean, their best pitcher hasn't even pitched this season. Who? Severino. Luis Severino. Uh, I mean, he started the All-Star game last year. He's obviously an elite talent. Doesn't end up uh, – he's he's a couple weeks away, a few weeks away, whatever it might be. Um, but they just need that one guy to kind of get him over the hump. So obviously that's a clear cut for the Yankees. I think that's all they need. That's the piece that to go compete with the Astros, to go – uh, compete against the Dodgers, whoever it might be. Uh, but I led me to start thinking about like, you know, Cardinals, they just got back in the race. They're, yeah. they're tied up with the Cubs now for first place. Uh, do you have any, any ideas what you're thinking, what you want to see the Cardinals do before the deadline? Man, I just want to see them make the playoffs. Um, I, I tell you, I think that, uh, one of the most important parts for the Cardinals right now is going to be Harrison Bader, uh, He's just got to step up. Mm-hmm. Um, last year he had great numbers. This year it's just not happening. Um, his salary, I mean, he's making 578000 right? That's his salary. But um, compared to last year's numbers, they're not there. It's not there. And uh, to me, he's going to be a key component for our team. So I'll be watching that. You um, know what I love about the Cardinals is, A, I mean, to me. They're I- not the Yankees. <laughs> They've always been the team to just – they can just feel the team. They yeah. just find ways. Their farm system, right. you know, they, they've they done it better 
than I think most teams. I mean, they're I think probably the best in sports worldwide. I, I, I it'd be hard to argue. They it'd draft be hard to argue. and they, they keep they've their just players been so the- good doing that because it's like all of a sudden you, they get another player and you're like, who's this? I didn't, I didn't know anything about this guy. And right. Then, you know, whether it's a pitcher and he's throwing a hundred, whether it's a you know a new. Um, you know, outfield or whatever it might be. Yeah. Cardinals, they know what to do. I mean, that I give them kudos. So, but then like the last, it seems like the last five years, there's been a lot more trading and this and that going on, uh, more so than the last ten years yeah, with the Cardinals. So, um, it just, I think that's the direction sports are going. If something's not working, just try to make it happen. Uh, same with like fantasy football. Something's not going right on your team. You just got to try something. You either Pick propose up, a trade yeah. for one of your people, you drop somebody, put them on the waiver wire. Um, it, it, it is fun. Like, if you guys have never done fantasy sports, it almost makes you feel like you know how you're supposed to run a team or how you should yeah. or how hard it is to do. Um, if if you're playing people that know what they're doing, you really will think, man, this is hard to do. Well, um, I, we know that from – I mean, yeah, you've, prob- you've probably played uh, – like a dynasty or franchise mode or something on a video game? Uh, no, I actually never have. I, I really, really? No, I don't uh-huh. enjoy doing that. I either turn it on well, and see, do play now or I do career mode. Well, I usually do like a career mode or something like that, but I've done those franchise, those those type of things. Man, it, it's tough on a video game. You're like, I can't yeah. even imagine having to deal with real people, you real lives. You don't have the patience real, for that. Like if no, I turn it, on a, it's something else. I know, but if I turn on a sports video game to play baseball or basketball, football, I just want to play. Well, that's what yeah. I mean is like I don't, I, I don't really enjoy it per se because you have to worry about everything else it's like dude i just want to play like let me feel the team let me get yeah. going um but no I, that is a good point fantasy is um so we've actually just uh today we got to pack it on our fantasy football rules and we got a pull going at the office we're going to be doing what 20 people two yep. sides two sides two um, teams two divisions each division gets their own selection on the on the whole nfl and then the division winners will meet in the in the finals, so that'll be fun, um, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. I didn't do any fantasy football last year, and I kind of missed it a little bit. So I think it'll be competitive. It'll be fun in the workplace. You know, it'll probably be the talk of the day every day. Oh yeah, during football uh, season. I mean, it definitely was last year a little bit. Um, you guys, you know, it's just fun to be like, oh, we're playing this week, and you kind of sit there and you know talk a little trash back right. and forth and whatnot. Yeah. And, um, but no, this year I'm. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I am really excited about yeah. that. But um, real quick before we get off too much off off subject with what we were saying, um, I just wanted to mention. It just came on. It sounded uh, a couple hours ago. Noah Syndergaard from the Mets is now supposedly available um, for for trade. Um, Mets, they're absolute dumpster fire. Realizing, hey, we're gonna have to get rid of rid of a couple of these bigger name guys and try yeah. to get something going. Um, Did you see how they lost the game the other day? Yeah, that drop oh ball. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that's drop so, ball and then missed the home throw. That that, that so sums bad. up the Mets season that yeah. they're having right now. The so best bad. thing they got is Pete Alonso, which he's an absolute. Well, he's monster. incredible though. I mean, he's gonna win Rookie of the Year easy, obviously, yeah. and that thing's already over. But they, they've got a bright future with him, so that that yeah. that kind of helps the fan base. Because, I mean, you know, like what we're about to go through with the Thunder, geez, I mean, it's it's ugly, and you kind of need that guy. I don't know who. I right. Mean, it's probably going to be Steven Adams at this point, and it's like. Well, I, I, I mean, think you're going to be surprised. Mark my word, he's going to have the season of his year. He's going to be, he's going to put up historic center numbers this year because they're going to rely on him. 
He's going to score 25 more, points a game. He's well, got it in him. They're going to need to. He's, he's got it in him. The problem is when you got people like Westbrook and Paul George playing around him, they're scorers. They're not relying on Steven Adams to score. Um, Steven Adams is a scorer, but they don't. you don't watch him post up and get fed the ball. It just doesn't no. happen. It hasn't happened. Or, or it'll happen the first like two possessions right. of the game, and then they don't go to it when again. When you need somebody like, to get why? to the rim for the Thunder, yeah. Westbrook just drives. He gives it to Paul George. Paul George might drive. You know, they've got the ability to get to the rim. They don't rely on Steven Adams, and that's the key factor, I think, that's kept them from winning a championship is getting a good center involved in the game, I think especially back when we had the big three. Um, you, you had Serge Ibaka. He was pretty involved, but he wasn't a five. You got Kendrick Perkins at five. He's not a scorer. He's a defender. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved him being on the team, but I can't. if we would have had Steven Adams on the team with those four, oh, it's a, it's a ring. I don't even think it's a question. Yeah. If you got Steven Adams on the team and you utilize him, that would have been a ring. So. Um, it's hard to disagree with. Cause it, it's not. Know, I would yeah. be willing to bet. I'd be interested in going back and looking at all the teams that have won. Um, I think Golden State's probably one of the exceptions. Um, even though they do have big guys, I would say that most of the NBA championships probably had a solid center. You know, it's funny. You get me to stop talking about the NBA and then, and I start then talking you bring about it right it back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love basketball. Don't get me wrong. It's just uh, I don't think that we necessarily need to stay on one topic. No, I know. But, I mean, we're, we're here to talk sports. Sports, yeah. football, golf, soccer. Whatever. Not much soccer, hopefully. But uh, uh, Anyway, like you, like I said, we know what's going on with the MLB. I, I just, from a fan standpoint, I'm just super yeah. excited I mean, about you it. You sit here and try it, to talk it, baseball. I got to do something. It's it's cool just because you're like this is uh this is the time for these teams to make their final little little final little chess move to try to run the season and run with the team they got. So yeah, so this beer, I I don't know why I said hoppy at first because it tastes exactly how I remember, but it's it's bitter. It's not hoppy. It, it's not like a. Uh, now I'm trying to think of a, a some Belgian beers that you've had. Um, I haven't had many bitter Belgian beers. I've yeah. had a lot of Belgian beers, but not no. many bitter. I mean, Most th- of them have been smooth. Well, I had a I Belgian mean, quad the other day. At no, no. Brewery. See, Belgian Dude, quads. I mean, I'm that's different. You what, that might be the that might be the best beer I've had all year. Once you get into um, doubles, triples, quads, it's a completely different yeah. beer than just a regular Belgian. What's it called? Uh, Father Dominic. At Broken right. Brewery, yeah. the Belgian right. quad from yeah. them. If you guys have uh, it, uh, the availability or the uh, accessibility to that beer, get it and try it. If you can go to Broken Arrow Brewery, go. You know, try their milk stout. Try their Father Dominic. I'm sure the other beers are good. Those are the only two I've tried. Their Belgium quad is one of the best beers I've ever had. When I uh, report the last two years, I've poured beer for um, uh, Broken Arrow Brewery out, out there at the Broken Arrow. Okay. Broken Arrow Festival, yeah. and uh, I just got people like, you know, one after another coming up. Hey, do you have the quad? Or hey, do you got the stout? Because yeah. I mean, people love that stuff. I Dude, mean, I mean, I went out there uh, before I went to my buddy's house. I went out there on a Thursday night, and I was like, you know, I just want to have a beer, relax for a minute, and then I'll I'll go over to his house. Um, it was Thursday night. I went, and the place was packed. I mean. There aren't too many breweries out there. No, there's only Broken one. Out, so, Broken I mean, Air. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but point being, people are showing up because beer is good and the atmosphere is fun. 
I don't necessarily always like going to places that are crowded, but if I'm going to a crowded place, it typically means that either the product is good or the environment's good. Yeah. And they've got plenty of seating. They just added on to the side and everything like that. They've got a lot of outdoor seating. It was super busy, but it wasn't wasn't like jammed. It wasn't packed. It's a smaller indoor tap room, so I can understand why it felt probably pretty packed. Uh, One thing I will say I'm a little disappointed about that I haven't seen in a while is they used to have free pretzels. Oh, really? Uh, they would sit at the table. They'd come and fill your, like, little tray up. And you could like, eat pretzels. Oh, man, I thought you were saying soft pretzels. Oh, no. I, oh, shit, that'd wow. be clutch. Yeah, but no, just like pretzels. Keto doesn't it, get along it, with it just, that, though. No, nah, probably or not. Or the beer you're drinking. <laughs> probably not. Um, but, no, it's a, it's a great place. I, I really do, do enjoy going out there. But you know what I really enjoy, Stephen? Uh, no, I don't. I enjoy football, man. Yeah? And one week from today... Which, we're recording this on Thursday, by the way, so right. let's make that clear. Uh, we will be watching football again. Kind of. No, I, I know. I mean, you look, will be. I just, won't be. Just give this to me for a second. What? The Hall of Fame game is next week. It is kind of a joke of a game, but football will be play, being played starting next week till fe- February. Yeah, but so, then you got like a solid five weeks till any real man, games. Spring train. I mean, not spring. Uh, preseason football. Yeah, pretty sure it's summer. I get it, and it is what it is. But it's football, man, and I will take it at this point because I'm hanging by a thread right now. I started. I didn't think I was going to get this excited this early, but there's so much going on, whether it's NFL or college, and I am ready for yeah. some football. So. Um, you know. When I think of my favorite sports, I, I debate whether football is number three or not. Um, I I probably spend more time watching football than most sports. I think I watch the most hockey, but uh, hockey, no doubt, is my favorite sport. Um, basketball is my second. You need to get a t-shirt with that quote on your quote on it. Just what hockey is my favorite sport. Cause Cause I, just say I, I think you've said it every episode we've had. Well, I mean... <laughs> Uh, you seem to maybe not remember that, thinking that you're talking about the NFL Hall of Fame game, thinking I'm going to be excited by that. And if you think I'm the only one who's excited for this next week, you're crazy. No, it, it's here's football. the thing. It's the hype of it football mean, season it coming. It just means that, it, yeah, that, that's, but that's if probably you're, more if, what if I'm excited can, about. Honest to God, if you can tell me you're watching this game excited about the game, Nah, I, who cares about right, the game? Exactly. I, I don't care about That's the game. That's my point. Who cares? I'm excited because it is people lining up, playing football, and I know that regular season is right around right, the corner. Right, it's coming around the corner, and I'm pumped for it. I, I love football. Um, that doesn't mean that I uh, – I mean, just because I love hockey and basketball doesn't mean I don't love football. I just love hockey and basketball more than football. But I watch football more than I watch basketball. Um, I watch a lot of college football. I watch almost all the NFL games that are on. Like, I'll go sit down somewhere on Sundays. Dude, I'm telling you, I don't do anything on Sundays. It is sitting down with two screens on. I got the game on Fox. I got the game on the other channel, whatever it may be. And I watch them at, uh, what is it, 1130? Or they come on at 12? Noon. Noon? Okay. So I watch them at noon. 3.30, 6.30. 3.30, 6.30. I watch every game. I don't miss NFL games that are on TV. And this year I plan on getting the NFL package. So it'll be interesting. There's not going to be many uh, games that I miss. Not yeah, many t- big plays I miss. We're going to have a lot of football to talk. Uh, so I don't want you to get the wrong impression. But 
I'm I was getting a little a worried lot for a second. more excited for hockey season than I am football season at this point. And it's a little bit further away yeah, than boring. football season. Um, who, 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 let's go ahead and go on record. Who's your pick for the Super Bowl this year? Well, uh, man, you know. So you're a Colts fan, so probably the Colts, right? No, I, I think they're – Are they're, you still a Colts fan? I, I am. Not? I, I cheer Since for the Colts. Since they're not doing well, I didn't know if you were no, still a I fan am, or and, not. And I think in the next couple of years, they're going to have a – they're going to have a squad, man. You, you can only be bad for so long getting all these great draft picks, um, continue to build a, your franchise, and Andrew Luck is finally healthy. I mean, you see what a healthy Andrew Luck can do. Yeah. When he's healthy, I mean, it's debatable whether he's a top-five quarterback or not when, when healthy. Um, but, no, if I, ha- if I had to go on record right now, I mean, it's, it's so hard to bet against the Patriots, but – I think the Patriots take a step back this year, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say, boy, I'm gonna say, Chiefs. And no, you can only have one champion. You well, I'm trying to give my okay. Well, if I'm going champion, I'm going Rams. Wow, Rams win the Super Bowl this year. Okay, I think their system is set up for you've got an offensive guru. Um, you know, head coach and that defense. I mean, yeah. When they line up, he it, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to debate that we're going to see a different um, NFC AFC championship because I think the Saints are going to be really good this year too, and they would be my kind of my pick to maybe go to the Super Bowl over the Rams. But man, the Rams are just so good. I mean, it, it's so hard to uh, think otherwise. I'll tell you what, I'm getting tired of though. Is everyone acting like the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl? I'll, uh, I'll tell you. You should have asked me who I thought was going to win first. Okay, who who you got? The Browns. You really think so? No. Exactly. No, I mean, here's the thing. If I had to sit here and think about who's going to win the Super Bowl, who's not, there's so many trades, so many things go on. Um, and I, I, I kind of disconnect. When a season ends, I kind of disconnect a little bit. So I lose touch with who's on what team. And I don't I do not do a lot of research on it. Um, once I start watching again, obviously it's all you there. You would think I pre- you would when you're myself. running a podcast. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, when you've only got two hours of free time a day, you want to play Fortnite and not study for your podcast. Um, but, no, on a serious note, I think that the Browns are going to be dangerous. But I also think that there's no reason that they should be getting primetime spots in Tulsa over the Packers. I think that's the dumbest thing ever. Well, I, that's very debatable on that. The, but here's a, here's a catch, though. Here's a catch. Tulsa, I'm willing to say one out of every 10 NFL fan is a Packers fan. It's a high number here for Packers. They've got a for high – I mean, And I didn't know this until recently. When you start realizing, dude, there are a ton well, of Packers Well, I'll tell you, we gotta go. we got to go to the Packers uh, fan the club. The Packer backers, yeah. There, uh, yeah, we'll go to that sometime. What is it, the Marriott? No, yeah, it's at the Marriott on 71st. My buddy runs that hotel. Um, we ought to go to that, and we ought to go to the Steelers Club. We'll, we'll be going. We'll, to the we'll go Club one too. one time to each one mm-hmm. this year. That ought to be a goal of I us. I thought it'd be um, really cool too when when it lines up right because uh, when the Steelers play the Packers. Well, that would be cool. But yeah, if they do no, it every four years, they're not doing it this year. When you've got a twelve o'clock game and a three thirty game, just go to one of each. To go to one of each, yeah, that'd be fun. You know, our our good friend um, Boston, yeah. his dad is obviously the yeah, one of the leaders. David. The yeah, David. Uh, shout out Dave. And then uh, Jeremy uh, he, Jackson, he, he, too, is a big yep, part of the yep. Steelers club. Um, obviously, him and Jeremy, they run the Steelers right. club. 
and uh, but they also really support the the Packers club too. So like vice versa, yeah. they, they will go to theirs. Packer fans will come. No, when to Steelers. you go to the Packer Backers Club, you see a lot of Steelers fans. Yeah. and then when you go it, to the it is uh, really Steelers cool. Club, so, you see a lot of Packers fans. Um, and that note, I, I see, and that's what I love, man. Like because I, I have a tie to the Colts because I have cheered for them yeah. for so long, right? That I do like that, but I'm just an NFL fan, yeah. And like but, I enjoy uh, being around those kind of uh, environments because the Steeler fan club. I know you've been a couple times, and I've been a few. Yeah, uh, it isn't quite the environment. I man. think they get, they get crazy. I think it's safe to say there are six teams in Tulsa. I think you've got number one coming in the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, number two, I really don't know what number oh, two would be. Oh, it's the Steelers. I think it's 100%. either the Chiefs or the Steelers. I think I used to think the Chiefs. I, I don't think anywhere, anywhere compares yeah. to the Steelers. I mean, Steelers but, have two fan clubs here. But but when you see people just walking around, I mean, you might you see a lot of Steelers gear, but you see I, a lot I of KC know, gear too. Yeah. That is, that's a good point. So, but. number one, without a doubt, is Dallas. Yeah. Number yeah. two, Chiefs or Steelers. Number three, Chiefs or Steelers. Number four, I think probably the Packers. I'd go Packers. Number five, definitely um, the uh, the Patriots. Because n- now, Just don't get me wrong. Fans. When you say, like, are you a fan of the Patriots? Everybody's a fan of the Patriots. Right. Right. Um, but... <sighs> Just because they are who they are, people pretend to be fans. And then the Seahawks, the Seahawks have you a see big a lot following of here. Yeah. At least they did back when the when after they won the Super Bowl, there was some residuals, and uh, you'll see a lot of Seahawks gear around here because we've got a local player playing well, for them. Uh, which is funny, you haven't mentioned who I thought you would have mentioned. And, and I'm probably because I'm thinking of one in my head that I'm like, I thought I was going to put one ahead of the Seahawks. Who is it? Well, I would have gone with the but Browns. But the Browns, yeah, the Browns. Yeah. Because of Baker, uh, my seventh was going to be, it's an addition as of recently because of Baker Mayfield. It will be um, ranked interesting this year. Arguably. Cause I, I, I'll go on record right now. I'm going to be cheering for the Browns this year. I mean, there's not even a doubt about it. Oklahoma Browns is what we call them no, around I here. I mean, okay, so um, like I said, they're going to be dangerous, but – how do you know? I mean, you've got what four or five players that are notable on that team. Others are good. Others yeah, are great. I know. I mean, they've got they've got a solid got squad. A, Their defense has been was really really good last year. And right, if they could have done some right. more things on offense, I think they would have been exactly. And that's why I'm saying close. this year, I'm not gonna say that I don't think the Browns could make it to the Super Bowl. That's why when people See, say that, and and don't get me wrong, I I know how hard it is. Like you look at the Panthers, they made it the other year, uh, what five years ago. Six years ago, when was that? 2013? They haven't even come close since then. Right. And they didn't really lose much of their team. So it shows how hard it is to get there. Oh, super um, tough. I, I don't think the Browns are even going to get, like, sniffed the Super Bowl this year. I do think they will limp into the playoffs. Like, I, I think no, they'll, they'll, they'll I don't find think a way they'll limp in. They'll make the playoffs. I think, well, see, I, I, I'm not totally sold, man. You get these second-year quarterbacks. I love Baker. I mean, obviously everyone knows that. Right. But I just, I, I think it's your second year. People are starting to, you know, kind of know what you do. And it's it's harder for the quarterback to adjust rather than yeah. the defenses. Yeah. And I think it will be tough. And I think he'll put up good numbers, but – I just I'm not sold on the Browns yeah. yet, but I, I think they make the playoffs. I really don't even have a guess on who's going to make the Super Bowl, um, I, or who's going to win. I think just out of pure 
intelligence, I'm just going to say the Patriots. Just <laughs> it's because, a safe bet. I mean, I mean, why would I say anything else? If I want my word to be on record, I'm saying the Patriots. If I don't care about my word being on record, I'm saying the Packers. <laughs> yeah. Um, do I think the Packers can win? No, I don't. But am I hoping they do? Absolutely. I mean, they've got a new first-year coach. Obviously, yeah, him and, and, yeah, and Rodgers are still kind of filling it right. out and whatnot. So, um, oh, it's going to be interesting seeing what they do because Rodgers is running healthy. out of time, man. This is Rogers it. hasn't he been healthy in a couple years, yeah. so it'll be oh, fun yeah. to see. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, when when he's healthy, I mean, I don't think it's even a debate. Yeah. People know he's right. top three, yeah. easy, and I mean, at times maybe the best. You know, yeah. so well, um, I think we're probably coming towards the end of the episode. Well, um, yeah. Do you uh, have anything else you want to talk about, real quick? I do. Um, okay, we're thirty days away. From college football. Okay. Obviously, we talked a lot of NFL just now, but my excitement for uh, football, does it, like, college is king. Oh, yeah. NFL is too. So, the fact I just talked all that time about NFL, you don't even understand. I can't yeah. wait for college well, football. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. Maybe Do you want to focus on next week? We could do an episode. We could literally talk college football. Do some week. previews. Okay. Yeah. That, that's yeah, cool. Let, let's I can do, do that. that. Let's study up this week. We are Look 30 days away, on. so it's exciting to get at, within under that month, knowing yeah. that on uh, August 24th, uh, we've got our first uh, day of football, which yeah, is Yeah, let's do that Sunday. Exciting. That'd be fun. So, we'll, um, we'll, okay, we'll put something together for that. But all this did remind me that I wanted to get your top five favorite things about uh, football season. Yeah. Number one, without a doubt, and I, I didn't, I haven't even thought about this. I didn't know you were going to ask me this. Um, without a doubt, my favorite part about football season is the car that a little, uh, the camaraderie. Is that the word? That's, camaraderie? Yeah. yeah. Camaraderie. Crom, camaraderie or yeah. camaraderie? Yeah. Uh, the brothership. You know, there's just the hanging out with friends. Um, uh, it brings people together. It's a lot of fun. I don't really like groups, but I don't mind groups to watch football as long as I can hear what the commentators are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go to the cigar shop, hang out, play dominoes. Everybody's watching football. And even the people that don't care about sports are watching the football games. Um, it, it really, it's it's almost an insult to call baseball America's pastime still because it has truly developed into football. And I respect baseball. Yeah. I respect the name that is on baseball. Okay, that's fair. I debate whether I like baseball or football more. That third spot is either baseball or football. I know I bash baseball. I love baseball. I played baseball. Um, I enjoy watching baseball. But, man everybody watches football yeah and not a whole lot of people no, watch I mean, baseball how many times do you have a baseball party no i mean you it, don't. it just doesn't happen <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't have it we've you, done it a whole lot of times at the cigar shop but it just you're right it just doesn't happen so I, um, i'm right there with you for my first one I, I would definitely say parties with your friends and family it is a great just a great easy time to be like yeah. you know what we need an excuse to all get together Let's watch this game. It's a 7 o'clock game. Let's do it, blah, blah, blah. You end up meeting up, having a great time. So, yeah, that, that's an easy one. I would say pretty much everything falls under that because it's like, number two, my favorite part would just be watching and knowing that I have that to look forward to. Um, three would be the conversations that happen during the week. Turn, bro. You're skipping me. Okay, go. What's your favorite part? I thought we are switching back and forth here. Oh, okay. Oh, I got to say – 
Uh, you want to drink on my beer too? Football means football means fall. Football means cooler weather, and yeah. it is just a beautiful time of year. We, uh, you know, we're obviously we're from Tulsa. It's super hot during the summer. I don't know. I just start anytime I think football. I'm like, oh man, nice, and you know, kind of right. you might put a hoodie on. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. You know, leaves changing. It's just like it's a beautiful. So this time is number one or number two? This is two. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's my number two. Uh, okay. What's what's your next? What's three? You kind of already spoiled it, but what is it? Um, I don't know. Watching. You said watching, I believe. Actually, well, wait, watching for number two watch, or number three. Number number three. number two. I said I don't. I don't know. This is uh, uh, I I would say number two is just kind of looking forward to watching on Sunday. Number three is just talking talking sports with people yeah. who a lot of times wouldn't even talk sports. Like at work, you know, you go to work and and you walk in and you know somebody might be passionate about OU sports, but. They don't watch a whole lot of sports other than OU football, um, which which means they probably only watch uh, ten to fifteen sports events a year, mm-hmm. and so you get to talk sports with somebody that never talks sports outside of football season. Yeah, so that, like that's that. fun a lot of times, and and a lot of times you get to put them in their place because they they just watch the game to watch it, yeah. and they don't really know what's going on. So you're like, come on, man, that's not how it went. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that, that's fun talking sports with coworkers that don't uh, don't normally talk sports. Three uh, for me, I would definitely say uh, gives you a reason to sit on the couch all day on Saturday Sundays. Yeah, I there, got it. There's times where I'm like I'm towards the end of the day where that that prime time game is coming on on like a Saturday. Yeah, and my eyeballs just hurt. And right. I'm just like <laughs> I don't even like really want to watch, but it's like I have to watch. Did you just say my uh, my balls hurt? My or, eyeballs. Oh, my eyeballs. Okay, yeah. I couldn't tell if there was a break in those eyes. Yeah, there's okay. there's a break. Okay. Um, where you're just like I don't even want to watch, but you know it's Alabama, Florida State, and I gotta watch this, and it's like. Uh, it's just, it's one of the it's Sundays. I mean, you think of Sundays as rest day, you know, you, you do the things that you need to do. And it's like, man, I really need to get out and mow the lawn. But, you know, you've got, you know, the Patriots and Chargers coming on at 2.30 or 3.30. Yeah. And yeah. it's like. One uh, of my favorite parts of Saturdays, um, I guess this is my number four, is I typically have three to four TVs set up in one station um, in my room or in my living room, wherever I might put it. And I'll be playing a video game and watching just games, maybe teams I don't care about, maybe schools I don't even know the names of before the day. Uh, but you just get to watch sports. That's mm. probably number four. I'm is, just getting so excited. And right I would switch number two and number four right now if I could, is just knowing that you get to watch sports on the weekend. Mm. Um, right now is glorious. a time of year where it's kind of like, this weekend, what sports am I going to watch? Oh, we'll watch the golf tournament. And mm, kind of fun from three to six on Sunday. But the rest of the time, you're just kind of wishing football was on. Maybe some hockey was on. Um so having the security of knowing that you can leave work on Monday, yeah. you can leave work on Thursday. Now you can even leave work on Friday. You can leave work, or you don't leave work on Saturday, but you you watch football all Saturday. Mm-hmm. You watch football all Sunday. Having the ability to have your week planned out ten mm-hmm. years in advance. <laughs> just don't ask me what I'm doing on Saturday or Sunday yeah. unless you're asking me to watch a game because. Just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. 
Yep. You know what I'm doing 10 years That's from now on Sunday afternoon. <clears throat> you know, I remodeled my house two years ago, and I missed a lot of right. football. Right. Not, not both Saturday and Sundays, because that was the time. Of, yeah. So it was like, I'd watch OU right. game, and it was time to work. Yeah. You know, whether it was before or after the game, it yes. was like, it was just a lot and, of that. So. And I worked on a governor's campaign, yeah. and I worked a lot of Saturdays yeah. and Sundays. So for the first time in my life, You've got I your went, own place. No, well, I went a lot of time without watching football, yeah. and it got under my skin. So um, that's definitely number four is just knowing that I have plans. Four for me, fantasy football. Not even a question. Yeah. I started playing like four years ago. This has just become an absolute passion of mine. I love it. It is. I'm a competitive person. It is so fun to get w- with your friends, coworkers, whatever yeah. it might be. Put some money, maybe. If that's, I don't know if I can say that or not. Yeah. Put something on the line and uh, just get out there and get after it, man. And right. just It's it's an absolute blast. I yeah. love it. Passionate. Uh, love five it. for me is going to be this year probably giving us some meat to talk about on the podcast. It's going to be fun. Every week we're not really even necessarily going to need to plan out what we're going to talk about, um, which I prefer not to do anyways, but... It's going to be easy to have topics to talk about. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a lot of football. So if you're not a football fan, uh, <laughs> just yeah. probably Catch fast in. forward yeah. through the first 30 minutes of every episode because it's going to be some football talk. So uh, Last for me, uh, I mean, you've kind of summed up most of what I was going to say, but uh, I'll just go college game day. You know, it's something special yeah. about waking up on a Saturday morning kind of feel like it's christmas because right. it's college day week coming on you've got like two and a half three and, hours and, whatever and, it is uh, now you're allowed to drink a bud light on that oh, day. oh man you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning right so. well uh but you don't have to drink a craft beer during college game day you can drink bud light miller light well, miller high yourself. light whatever yeah, you want you drink whatever you yeah. want <laughs> but no it's i can't wait man we're, we're almost there well uh like you said we'll talk more about college football next week which is my favorite so I can't wait till that, but yeah. well, um, um, I say ins- next week. I guess next third. What is it? Ne- no, no, next week, next uh, Sunday, yeah. whatever it might be. I don't Hard know stop. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Hopped On Sports, email Hopped On Sports at gmail dot com. Um, Preston, you got anything else? No, man. Uh, it's been a exciting week of sports, uh, but you know, like I said, we got one more week. Yeah. One more week to yeah, football. You do. I've got like five, but uh, we'll get there. So uh, you guys have any questions, hit us on one of those things I just mentioned. Um, anything you'd like to talk about or hear us talk about, let us know. Uh, we'll be watching for it, and we plan on having another special guest on here pretty soon. We'll let you know about that uh, within the next couple weeks. Y'all have a good week, and cheers. Cheers, guys.